Hey, welcome to the episode 6 of Culture Digger and I'm so glad that you're listening to my show. We're already starting! Today I'm talking about the Barnum Effect. Also, we discuss its value for everyone, especially for people which aim to think critically. And in the end, I'll give a slight overview to possible discrimination issues that wouldn't exist if people knew more about Barnum Effect. I would like to start with the definition of Barnum Effect that is provided by Britannica. Barnum Effect, also called Forer Effect, in psychology is the phenomenon that occurs when individuals believe that personality descriptions apply specifically to them, more so than to other people, despite the fact that the description is actually filled with information that applies to everyone. The effect means that people are gullible because they think the information is about them only, when in fact the information is generic. The Barnum effect came from the phrase often attributed to showman P.T. Barnum, Not a kind phrase, I would say. If you want to know it, just read by yourself in Britannica. I don't want to quote it. Psychics, horoscopes, magicians, palm readers and crystal ball gazers make use of the Barnum effect when they convince people that their description of them is highly special and unique and could never apply to anyone else. And before digging into details about this phenomenon and this effect, I would like to explain a bit why I find this topic really important for everyone nowadays. The reason number one is that we have too many sources of information and sometimes we just can't have enough tools to filter it or to sort and uh, we forget to find any proofs for this information. We connect with information we get, like satellites connect with Earth, we have some distance and we have some tools to get this connect, but sometimes (laughs) we have these disconnects. And we should not forget that anything that you discover in Internet or if you listen to some radio program, They won't give you objective information in some cases. Every information should be checked before you broadcast it or tell your friends or relatives about it. That's the reason number one. And the reason number two, because of the nature of human being, we love to dig into ourselves We like to figure out something in our way of thinking, in our lives. And with all this, we're happy to listen to some words that accord to our personality. And we can forget in some moment who is actually the source of this information. You can get some wrong advice from your psychotherapist. You can get some wrong vector from news from psychological tests, and I should not explain that information you get with some horoscopes, with some descriptions of zodiac, signs, etc., 
is completely wrong and foolish and it is destructive and misleading in a way that you can use it to connect with other people, to interact. You're already mislead in the moment when you can surely realize that if you know the date of birth of some concrete person, you can know exactly his emotional portrait, his goals, his behavior in family and at work. You are completely mislead and you're not talking with this person when you have all this stuff in your head. You're talking only with the projection that you have in your head about this person and it can ruin anything at your workplace, in your family, in your friendship. So, be careful with your steps and connections with people and with the facts that you have in your head. I understand that everything that I've said right now can sound a way too much and it can be wrongly interpreted that I wait from my listeners that they use these pseudo-theoretical things in their real life. I understand that you're smart enough, but I can give you another example. Psychological tests. There are varieties of these tests. Everyone uses them for some entertainment or for some self-digging. <laughs> can I say something like that? And choosing the psychological test by ourselves, we should remember that if we do not have any psychological education, I do not have. We cannot compare one test that gives you some exact results, some test that is proved by scientists, with another familiar to this, but this another test can be misleading. It can be pseudo-theoretical and you won't find any radical difference. We should not use the information provided with the tests if we are not professionals in this sphere. If you do not have a psychological education, everything that this test tells to you cannot be surely used. And especially it can't be a part of your step-by-step -step instruction in any part of your life. Forget about this. That's funny and it's so interesting to read some beautiful words about your personality, emotional portrait and so and so on. We'll stay strong and restrained to any results of psychological tests. And after this big command, personal command about the situation when knowing about Barnum effect is really important, I can go on to the Barnum effect and to the exact experiment that was done in the 20th century. And I would like to give one useful remark about the name of Barnum effect. It's also called Forer effect with the name of American psychologist and scientist. And here is the story of his experiment. So, in 1949, Bertram R. Forer published a work named The Fallacy of Personal Validation, a classroom demonstration of gullibility. With this work, Mr. Forer describes his experiment that was done according to Wikipedia in 1948. 
he gave a psychological test that was named Diagnostic Interest Blank to his students of psychology. Their amount was 39. And Mr. Forer promised to every student that after this test, he'll provide to every student personal sketch. In the end of this experiment, Mr. Forer gave to every student the same sketch consisting of such items as here I quote the Wikipedia again. You have a great need for other people to like and admire you. The second, you have a tendency to be critical of yourself. Third, you have a great deal of unused capacity which you have not turned to your advantage. The fourth, while you have some personality weaknesses, you are generally able to compensate for them. The fifth, your sexual adjustment has presented problems for you. Number six, disciplined and self-controlled outside, you tend to be worrisome and insecure inside. Number seven, at times you have serious doubts as to whether you have made the right decision or done the right thing. Number eight, you prefer a certain amount of change and verity and become dissatisfied when hemmed in by restrictions and limitations. Number nine, you pride yourself as an independent thinker and do not accept others' statements without satisfactory proof. Number ten, you have found it unwise to be too frank in revealing yourself to others. Number 11. At times, you are extroverted, affable, sociable, while at other times, you are introverted, wary, reserved. Number 12. Some of your aspirations tend to be pretty unrealistic. And the last number, 13. Security is one of your major goals in life. Excellent, excellent experiment. It gave some really outstanding data because when students have rated the accuracy of these statements about themselves, the average rate was 4.3 when the maximum mark was 5 and the minimal was 0. At the moment when students gave these rates, they didn't know that everyone got the same sketch. The experiment by Mr. Forer was a starting point for scientists to develop this question and to figure out more. There were few experiments and tests after 1949 to our days. You can find any information in Internet, in Wikipedia or Britannica or other sources information and I'll give links to articles that I've used. And the main thing in my view is that the results of this Forer's experiment are not refuted in our days, they are just developed, and that's a great sign for us to use it, to know about it, to read about it, and to think about these situations when we could receive information from some not-so-trustable source and then use these foolish words, like some helpful tool to interact or to self-develop, that could be dangerous. 
And that's a really beautiful discovery. Just think, you're so individual, you have your emotions and feelings and your own history, but there are secret buttons that if we push, you'll think that we matched some unique forts only for you. And the moment when our protection from some virus ideas and so and so on can have its weakness is when you're listening something about yourself. You can't understand fully yourself. And there is some person or some book that tells you something about you. You make some tests, you get these results, and you can find, wow, that's me. This test is awesome. This book is great. This psychotherapist that gives some online show every week, he's He's so cool. And the most dangerous in such sources of information is that if you believe in one point, you can start to believe in every point from this article, book, or some radio or TV show. So you can start to believe that this article provides you the true information about your personal weaknesses, about your personal advantages, about the best options of education or your job, and, of course, the characteristics of your future wife, husband, partner, no matter. And right now about the possible situations of discrimination that is not so harmful if you know enough about the Barnum effect. The situation number one, discrimination with the signs of Zodiac. Terrible case, but it can be met in the society, in your workplace, if there is a case when your actions are moderated by some person, by your manager or chief, if he has or she has something bad in mind about all these signs of Zodiac, it can be a disaster. And I heard about the cases when people truly believed that the person with the date of birth A and the person with the date of birth B, for example, can be predicted in their actions, in their personal characteristics, in their, maybe, activities, predicted nearly in anything, because if you know what is zodiac sign, it's a full characteristic for a person with all the sides of his personality. It's like a bump inside someone's mind, because I heard such conversations when people could make some conclusions and discuss someone nearly in a serious way according to his sign of zodiac. That's not normal that adult people use it as a guide how to recognize one or another person. It can't exist in a normal world that is full of people with critical way of thinking. And the chord number two in this song of possible discrimination is socionics. There are people that truly believe that there are few types of all the people in all our humanity, and also there are few types of interaction that are determined 
for every type of person, for any unique match. So all you need is to get the result of some test, who are you in Socionics and so and so on. You get your type, you get the pack of interactions with other types, and all you need just to ask another person, who are you in Socionics? Oh, 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 okay, okay. And you just try to find the right person that is Gexley, that is Gorky, that is someone else. These types are named with the names of some influential personalities. That's horrible because uh, it ruins it ruins critical way of thinking of person who believes in such foolish nonsense. And if all the people that believe in the signs of Zodiac, in Socionics, in anything that manipulates you with some characteristics of the personality, of your emotions, if all these people knew about the Barnum effect, I don't think that they would really believe in all this stuff. And it should be clear that I do not speak here about religions because... It is something completely different. But all the pseudo-theoretical stuff that tells you that you can know anything about yourself or about someone else using some easy algorithm or the set of stereotypes that didn't exist in your head before you read some foolish article, all this stuff should not exist in minds of people because it ruins their interaction. That was my message for today. And I really recommend to know more about Barnum Effect to everyone who is addicted to Signs of Zodiac or Socionics, who feels it inside when is listening to my actual message. I do not want to harm you. I do not want to say you something wrong. That's my opinion. And I would be glad if you make a step to know something else about these things that are so important right now for you and maybe they mislead you and you can't notice it with your eyes and ears. Sorry for that. Many thanks to every listener of Culture Digger. I still wait your comments on Twitter and YouTube. Where are you, huh? I'm so, so excited that I provide these episodes nearly a month and these wonderful people from Twitter. I've got 20 subscribers at the moment and the 9 wonderful subscribers in YouTube. Not a big amount, but I'm still happy that you're here and many thanks for your attention, for your comments. Thank you so much. Oh, I have nearly forgotten. If you're not subscribed on Culture Digger in Apple Podcasts, YouTube or Podbean, Push the button subscribe right now. Thank you so much.